And it is your daily crypto news for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. My name is Matt, and you can reach me at MATT at dailycryptonews.net. And if you could, go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. Or if you're on Spotify, also five stars, please, or anywhere else that you're listening to this. First thing I have to say is I was looking at the news this morning, and I was on Coindesk. And Coindesk had two articles right next to each other. The headlines are, Bitcoin's stall at 52K may foreshadow imminent pullback before higher prices. The second headline right under it, is two reasons Bitcoin could challenge a record high of $69,000 before the halving. And so I do want to note that those two headlines were written three days apart, but they're still very conflicting headlines to make you wonder, what the hell should I do if you are thinking of doing anything? Now, uh, from this point on, obviously, none of this is financial advice. This is just Matt on a podcast talking some shit. So I got an email from a listener yesterday, Kyle, and Kyle said, hey, Matt, longtime listener. Since the Decrypt days. Thank you very much, Kyle, for sticking with me since the Decrypt days. And not to boost your ego too much. No, please, go ahead. Go on. But getting rid of you made me resent them. And I think they lost one of their best assets. Well, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't agree more. But just to clarify some things with that, um, I left Decrypt. And the reason why I left Decrypt is because the editor-in-chief was changing all kinds of things. If you remember, it was Decrypt, and then it turned into GM. And they did that stupid intro. GM, I absolutely couldn't stand it. And then they had the conversations that kind of like waffled on with like interviews with people for an hour, hour and a half. And I just couldn't stand the changes that was being made. And I was like, I got I to gotta go. And to be perfectly honest, maybe the editor-in-chief was trying to force me out. The writing was on the wall. I really had no input anymore about how the show was being made uh, because the editor-in-chief was, you know, micromanaging. And so, you know, I just left. Anyway, I have still have a good relationship with Decrypt. I like the Decrypt guys. I really like the CEO. And I still love their articles. Most of my articles I use is still from Decrypt for this show. So anyway, things happen. Things change. I left Decrypt just to let you guys know. I didn't get fired, but things change. <laughs> I couldn't stand GM. GM, oh my God. If you guys remember that, send me an email and just tell me how much you hated that damn intro. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. And when they told me to get rid of Here Comes the Money, I just was like, what are you guys doing? Anyway, Kyle continues to say, I'm glad that I dollar cost average when Seoul was around $25 for a few months. I get nervous at what price I'm going to sell though. I'm thinking of selling by dollar cost averaging 5 to 10% at a time a week or two. Any recommendation when it comes to liquidating? Let me know your thoughts on air or via email. Thanks, buddy. Kyle. And so first I want to say, this is not financial advice, but selling something is very personal. It's what do you need it for? Do you need the cash now? Do you need it later? Do you, can you wait? Can you risk it all going to zero, right? And dollar cost averaging selling, sure. Remember of how it's going to be recorded. I mean, so if you're using Coinbase to sell or Kraken or some of these, most of them do highest in, first out, high in, first out, right? And so your highest purchase is going to be the first one out. So if you say or your dollar cost averaging, that's when they have to consider, and then you're buying a $100 sold, more than likely that's going to be the first one that you're going to be selling and that's going to be reported on your taxes. So you're not really making that much profit, right? So you got to be careful about that. How are you reporting on your taxes? It's not going to be LIFO, more than likely going to be highest in, first out. So be careful about that. 
Second thing is, is it's very personal. And let's just be realistic. You have to understand that if you are buying a $25 sole and you're buying it for the last, say, year, he said for the past few months, then you are in a 400x gain rel- relatively quickly. That is remarkable. Could it go higher? Sure. Could it go lower? Absolutely. But that is also remarkable. What do you have? What are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with the risk? Do you have a bank account full of cash? Then maybe consider risking it. If you have a bank account with very little cash and you don't have six months of, I lose my job and I can live off my bank account, or if my house floods, or if I need a new roof, or I need a new car, or a medical emergency happens, if you do not have that money in the bank, then I say you're probably living a little more risky than I would be. But then again, that's up to you, your choices. But I would say you have to have that in the bank. And finally, everybody's situation changes. I told you about my Coinbase situation. I bought Coinbase after the IPO at $250. And I dollar cost average all the way down to $30. And I sold it when I broke even. I could be up 40 bucks a share right now because I could have waited. But right when I saw it go up to 180 which was my dollar cost average is around 140 It went up to 180 and then went back down to 140 or was heading back down to 140 I was like, I am not holding bags anymore. I just want to get out of this. I don't know where it's going to go. And I'm going to consider myself lucky. So I sold at break even because I just wanted out. I was waiting two years for this thing to break even and I was not going to hold more bags. It's up to you, Kyle. I can't give you advice. But the last bit of non-advice is having is coming up. And historically, the having or around six months after the having, we've seen the market go on fire. Is it going to be the same? History has been rhyming. Is it going to repeat itself? I can't tell you that. Having is coming up and, you know, things really start popping off after the having. It historically has been that way, but nothing's guaranteed in the future. That's why it's all up to you. You have to look at yourself and go, am I comfortable with my profits? And the thing is, if you wait another $100 rise and it still goes to 200 are you comfortable there? Or are you going to get greedy? I know many people that bought low, tried to sell high, got greedy, thought it was going to go up more. And then when it just started going down, they said, no, it's going to go back up. And they held it all the way to the bottom. This is a mental game. So I can tell you how to control your own greed, your own desires, what's in your bank account, what your risk tolerance is. But what I can say is if you're in profit, start thinking about being comfortable with selling. And if you sell it, don't look back. Find a new entry to a new coin, to the same coin if you want to get back in. But if you're in profit, make sure you understand that you won. Don't have FOMO because it went up after you sold. Just know that that sell fits into your bigger life plan perfectly as you want it. Sorry, Kyle. Can't tell you what to do. It's up to you. Just be comfortable with it. It's a mental game. And now, after the longest intro ever, a UK minister has signed a fresh commitment to introduce stablecoin and other crypto-related regulation to the UK. The Economic Secretary to the Treasury, Bim Afalami, said that we are very clear that we want to get these things done as soon as possible. And I think over the next six months, those things are doable. In October of 2023, the Bank of England and the Financial Conduct Authority announced broad plans for overseeing the crypto sector in a coordinated fashion. Aflami's statements suggest that the United Kingdom is marching ahead to bring crypto regulation in this election year. The governing conservatives are behind in the polls to the Labour Party and could be under pressure to gain political mileage by passing specific legislation. Decrypt and Rug Radio. They're establishing a decentralized media system. As you guys know, they emerged a while back and they're trying to roll out their new plans. 
So Decrypt and Rug Radio are excited to announce their plans to build the world's largest decentralized media network. And there's a lot of bullet points here, so let's read through some of them. They're talking about infrastructure development, and they're going to establish a foundational pillar of their decentralized network, consumer applications. They're going to craft applications to enrich user engagement with the Decrypt Rug Radio ecosystem. And they're going to have creator products, and they're going to develop comprehensive tools and resources to bolster creators' content, production, and monetization capabilities. To further empower creators, this is going to be the interesting part for me, they're introducing content production and reach tools. These resources are specifically designed to boost the quality of content and distribution across platforms by providing access to advanced editing tools and distribution networks. Creators can ensure their content reaches a wider audience, ensuring visibility and impact. I think it's going to be hard to promise that, but we will see how they roll that out. Monetization opportunities. The platform is going to leverage the latest blockchain technology to unlock a variety of revenue streams from creators. From direct content sales to tokenization of reward systems, they're opening up new avenues for creators to earn from their work, ensuring that they're compensated fairly for their contributions to the ecosystem. And on-chain performance tracking. This feature allows creators detailed analytics and insights with access to real-time data on how their content performs. Creators can make informed decisions to refine their strategies, optimize engagement, and maximize their content's success. That is exactly what they're rolling out. And when it does, Matt might be using their platform. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed's at 74. We are greedy. And before we get into our normal prices, we have a couple things to talk about. Pixel, the Ethereum token of the popular game Pixels, has racked up more than $1.2 billion worth of trading since its launch on Monday morning. That means that Pixel has more trading volume than, say, Avalanche, Doge, Cardano, and Matic. Yikes. It's currently trading up 8% in 7 days. It's at 54.8 cents. And Startnet has initiated an airdrop of 728 million tokens to around 1.3 million addresses. Because of this, Starknet token, Stark, S-T-R-K, ticker, soared to 5 bucks on KuCoin. However, it's back down to around $3.02. Is still up 28% in the day. Bitcoin is sitting at $51,989, down 0.3% in 24, which is interesting. I woke up this morning and it was brushing against 53,000. So we had a huge sell off. Maybe that grayscale or that Gemini GBTC is hitting the markets right now. And that's what's happening. Ethereum's up though, it's at $2,936, up a percent. Tesla number three, Binance is at 354, up 0.7%. And Solana is at 107, down almost 5%. Buying opportunity, do we see? Buying opportunity? Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, down 4%. Buying opportunity? And Doge. The total market cap is at $1.98 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 51.6 and an ETH dominance of 17.9. That's our show. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>